93 WIBC. It is the Kendall and Casey Show. I'm Rob. Casey's here. Oh, look who it is. We're back. Oh, boy. <laughs> nothing is. Uh, you've never been more correct in your Here's entire life. Johnny. <laughs> the one and only. He's an author. He's a broadcaster. He's a provocateur. The one and only Abdullah Keep Shabazz. How are you, my friend? I actually watch a lot of Halloween stuff on cable TV this go around. Are you? Because, because part of me. I don't want to see it, but part of me really wants to see the final Michael Myers. No, 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 don't waste your time. No, 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 absolutely no, no, no. I'll tell you, 30 minutes in, I turned it off. It's terrible. I hear there's a scene where they're in a radio station, which is completely believable. Because <laughs> <laughs> every day is Halloween around here, right? <laughs> oh, look, there are the twins, and there's the blood coming down the hallway. <laughs> okay, so you watched the U.S. Senate debate. Were you there in person for this one? Yes, I was there in person. Uh, we just got done doing our play up in Carmel. So as soon as I got done with play, ran home, changed clothes, and went down to the debate on Sunday. Oh, uh, are you like us? Did you get done after that hour and say, uh, all three of these people owe me an apology and I'd like that hour of my life back? I mean, that was terrible, right? No, I I, I do this so you guys don't have to. Yeah. That that's that's my that's my rule. Um I thought I thought uh to, to, to my honest assessment, I thought uh I thought Tom McDermott actually if it had to pick a winner, I'd say it was yes. Tom McDermott. But that's like, but that's like everybody got an F, and this guy got a D minus. Or as I said, it's like winning the AFC South: the Titans, the Colts, the Texans, the Jags. They're all terrible. Somebody's got to win this division. Or for you non-sports people, it's like being valedictorian in summer school. Right. I mean, mm. McDermott won, <laughs> but there's nothing really to brag about in that victory. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I give it to McDermott. Uh, I thought Todd was a little, was a little flat to be honest, to be honest with you, and he wasn't. I don't know if it was just because it was Sunday night. It was you know late. It's dark outside because it's seven o'clock. Blah blah blah. Yeah, maybe go. maybe it had a maybe it had a wager on Sunday night football. Who knows? <laughs> or, or something along those lines. Maybe he wanted to watch the Halloween movie. <laughs> I don't know. And I, I thought I thought Simniak could have done a much better job. Oh yes. I thought Simniak was uh, was majorly I won't I won't say unprepared, but just they didn't work on his presentation. Yeah. And you guys know in television mm-hmm. and radio presentation is ninety percent of the battle. And the, and the one thing that just really bothered me about James Simniak, this is going to sound really weird and petty, was his tie was crooked. Isn't that, isn't that crazy, Casey? Because we had commented on how great Jeff Moore's mm-hmm. tie looked. And isn't that weird how a simple thing like a tie mm-hmm. can make such a difference to people? Well, it just made him look sloppy. Yes. And that's, that's what it did because it was crooked and kind of off to the side. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn it, just straighten that thing back up. It would have been better had he just loosened it to be a working man. <laughs> rather, than... I, I hate that working man analogy. Let's talk about Todd Young for a minute because you and I have discussed this multiple times. Even going back to 2016, he's not a very good debater. He wasn't good in the Marlon Stutzman debate. He wasn't overly great when he debated Evan Bayh. And then, you know, he got schooled by Tom McDermott, which, I mean, I get the guy's a mayor, but, I mean, you're not, you know, you're not up there debating President Reagan. He's not very good for having done this for 12 years. Yeah, but, but see, but debates are a tricky creature. And to, to, to do a debate and do it well, you got to do it all, you got to do it all the time. And Todd is, Todd is okay, but he's not great. He's not Ronald Reagan. He's not Barack Obama. He's not Bill Clinton. He's not even Donald Trump, for that matter. Uh, but I thought Todd, for the most part, did okay, but in this race, okay isn't enough. Do debates matter? I think they do to to a point. I think if you're if you if you watch the debate Sunday night, either the Secretary of State's either the U.S. Senate debate or the Secretary or the Secretary of State's or the Secretary of State's debate, you're probably going to vote because you're interested because you're watching the whole mm-hmm. you're watching the whole thing. So from that perspective, if you're an undecided voter and you're a candidate trying to reach an undecided voter, I think debates actually matter. Now uh, I'm working on trying to find out what the what the ratings were for WFYI's uh, debate because not only were they on public television across the state, 
They're also uh, on radio and also streamed online. So trying to get the numbers all together. Mm-hmm. My my money is probably I'd say probably about a million people watch. We'll, we'll have watched by the time it's all. So so this is interesting because obviously we talked about in your poll there are huge numbers of undecideds inside the Republican Party in both the Secretary of State race and the US uh, the U.S. Senate race. I felt like coming out of the Secretary of State's debate, especially with Diego no showing, you would feel just fine as an undecided saying, I'm going to take a chance on Jeff Moore because that dude looked the part, you know, he sounded the part, he is a normal guy, he's very competent, I could totally see myself voting for him. If you were an undecided Republican last Sunday, you did not probably walk out of there going, yeah, James Siniak made the, the bill of sale. So it's interesting how the two libertarians did so differently. Yeah, because they had they had, they had different missions. And I would actually argue that, that Jeff Moore's race is much more important. Yes than the U.S. Senate race, because A, it's not only for ballot access, which I think libertarians will get, but I think this is their best shot ever at getting major party yeah, major party status, because they're only, they're only like 7% in our poll at three more percentage points, and then bam, there you, get, you got your 10%, and now you now you now you got to have a primary and all, all, all the other fun stuff. So I think, so I think Jeff Moore had, had a much, he had, he had a much bigger road to hoe than James Siniak did. Now, you mentioned undecided voters watching. Do you think that there's a big swath of undecideds watching a debate? I say, I say, I say, I say enough of the audience. Uh, I say a significant minority portion of the audience uh, is undecided. A significant minority? What the hell was that? I say like maybe like 40% of the audience. Okay, is, very good. You think that many, huh? Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Okay, so my, my point on all that, though, is and we talk about this idea of an undervote, it seemed like a lot of people who were probably the people that your poll showed, 25% in the U.S. Senate race, undecided. It seems like a lot of those people are either going to now, because Siniak had the opportunity to make the sale to those people, unlike Jeff Moore, he didn't really do it. So those people are either going to leave it blank or they're going to hold their nose and vote for Todd Young. You see, I don't necessarily think you'll hold your nose and vote for Todd Young if you're still undecided right now, because... If 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 you if you got your mind made up, you got your mind made up, and nobody nobody usually walks into the ballot on on, on election day, and if they're undecided, vote, votes for the incumbent. That usually doesn't work. Really, the, the, usually the way the undecided voters break, and this is what I've seen in, in, in study after study, is excuse me, undecided tend to break two to one for the challenger. But McDermott is. I've seen a lot of people say, and Casey, you see this all the time. You monitor our YouTube chat, et cetera. You see it on Twitter. Where in the case of the U.S. Senate race, and I don't see this with the Secretary of State race, which is why I think Jeb Moore is going to do markedly better than Siniak. They say, "Well, you're right, Rob. Young's terrible, and yeah, the spending, and the you know he's gaslighting us. But I but. just can't, I just can't risk having the Democrats in control of the Senate." I think you're going to see a lot of split ticket voting amongst, especially amongst Republicans. I, I, I can see that. I can see that scenario happening uh, in the McDermott Young race because it's not just about them; it's about who controls the the U.S. Senate. And so, by keeping Todd Young in, that's one less seat Republicans will have to worry about. So, I can see your 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 hold your nose and and vote for vote for Todd Young. However, if that's not your priority, then I think it's it's sort of all bets are off. Why don't they talk directly to the undecided voters then? If you're saying that's who's watching the debate and they haven't determined which candidate they want to vote for, why don't the candidates speak directly to the undecided I, voters by saying things like, hey, if you're undecided, here's what I can do for you? Well, I, I think they do. They just do it in, in sort of a different way. For example, if you're Tom McDermott uh, and then, like, say, you, know, you bring up the abortion issue, you say, this is why Todd Young voted for blah, blah, blah. This is why Todd Young did X, Y, Z. 
if you're a Destiny Sky West, like this is why Diego Morales isn't here, blah, blah, blah. This is why I did XYZ. So, so you do it in, in sort of a, it's like a nice backhanded compliment. <laughs> a little finesse? Yeah. You, but you, is that necessary? I mean, don't you want to be a little bit more direct at this point? Uh, yes, yes and no. A lot, a lot of people, a lot of people need a, a lot of people need a hug, Casey. That's a very a, a lawyer answer from you, Abdul. Yes. Thank you. Uh, Abdul's with us. Couple minutes left here. Uh, okay, so there, the Democrats now in the Secretary of State's race and the U.S. Senate race are both on television. Their ads are markedly different. Todd Young or Todd Young, Tom McDermott. While it is a uh, ad centered around abortion, it is him. The Destiny Wells ad is Diego sucks. Which approach do you think is the better approach for the Democrats? The look at me, I'm a good guy, or the the Republican sucks? Um, I think both. I think both, both, both strategies work based on the based on the opponent that they have. For example, with Diego Morales, you know, she the big thing was he was fired from the Secretary of State's office. You know, fired one time, quit before the second time before he got fired. So that they'll bring up over and over and over again. Once again, going to those undecided voters' cases like you talked about. Mm-hmm. Whereas with McDermott, everybody knows who Todd Young is, so I need people to know who I am. And mm-hmm. here's who I am, and here's what I stand for. So I think both their, strategy, <clears throat> both their strategies work, but you got to have the right candidate be running against. Because I don't think Destiny's, Destiny's strategy would run, work well against, Tom, against Todd Young, and, to, and Tom McDermott would work well against Diego Morales. So are you saying that a vote for Destiny Wells is a vote against Diego, whereas a vote for Tom McDermott is a vote for Tom McDermott. Yes. All right. Okay. What, are you working this weekend? <laughs> are you doing anything to help this radio station? Yes, I'm doing Indiana Issues. This oh, weekend. but then, then is there no Abdul at large? IU football canceling you? Again? IU, IU football. IU plays Rutgers. At, they start at noon. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> so so lucky you. <laughs> Be sure to bookmark his very fabulous website, <laughs> IndiePolitics.org. He still does a lot of work over there. Yes, Casey. Hey, I had one question for you. I saw that you put out that you wanted school board uh, people running for school school board to get in touch with you. Yes. Because you're going to put all their information online. Yes. Uh, what I'm doing is uh, this always do this a couple weeks before election time. Is I sort of I do sort of a, a blog post called Why are, Why are You Running? Mm-hmm. And so we just send the word out to all candidates, school board, state rep, state senator. Why are you running? 500 words, and we'll post it. So Rob and I have been talking to a lot of these people, especially on the school board, so if they want to get their information on your website. Abdul at IndyPolitics.org. All right, there you go. The one and only Abdul Gibshabaz. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. 93 WIBC. It's the Kendall and Casey Show.